Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome back, Couch Potatoes and TV Junkies, to Picked Up, the TV Pilot Review Podcast. Uh, don't skip to the next track, because this is your host, Rich Camalucci, coming to you live from Orlando, Florida, uh, WrestleMania weekend. As I mentioned on the Elevator Page episode last week, this is where I was going to be. And this is just how I sound now, for the rest of my life. Permanently. Permanently. Um, and sitting across from me at the table, we are recording live from his his own house. Uh, he's out there just getting some su- getting himself some soup. It's Chris Mullet. I literally got soup today. <laughs> literally just had soup. Ooh, what kind? It was broccoli cheddar. Well, I should have gone nice. more brothy, but you know. Sure. I well, yeah, you just coated your throat even more. I need something hot. Where'd you get it from? Panera. Panera. Yeah. Panera. Bread bowl. Uh, I don't like the bread bowl. Oh, I know, I'm sorry. I- <laughs> Everyone, this is uh the the this is our co-op, uh the Raspberry Boys, Raspberry Boys Television, um, Raspberry Boys Radio. Uh, I was expecting for us to do this podcast when we didn't fucking sound like two people that have to go door to door to tell you that we're moving next door. Um, <laughs> but I was worried because I, I, I believe I'm the only two-time guest on this season, correct? On this as of right season, as of right now, as of right now, okay. yes, that will change. Gotcha. And I was like, oh, no, damn, did I win the vote? Because <laughs> like, I was the first one. And we were, like, riffing back and forth. Like, oh, what, yeah. like, the fans vote, like, who they want. And then I was like, don't pick me. Oh, I never said the fans are going to vote. I, well, I may have thrown that out there as an idea. <laughs> so, I mean, we were just, like, we were just fucking yeah, riffing yeah. and just oh, dicking yeah, yeah. around. So being on again, it was like, no, again, this is just the nature of the business. We have to get this done. <laughs> I am here. Yeah, you're bailing my ass out. And doing. also, I didn't get the true experience no, as everyone else did this room. season so I, i'm glad that I, i'm able to come back and, and get it happens dog get 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 yeah i'm in the room yeah this is the, this is the room where it happens like a lot happens in this room <laughs> no i don't like <laughs> anyway uh if you're not familiar with the show what we do here is we uh watch a pilot episode of a tv show uh usually it's random but this season we're working off of the list of greatest pilots of the 2000s and that's exactly what we did uh, this past week. We watched uh, one of those shows from that damn list. We did. Uh, a, a but, very, very close to being completed list. But before we get into that, I have one question I'd like to ask our guest from oh, the get. Yep. What you watching? A lot of baby poop. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad for people if they want a true, like, what you watching experience <laughs> of me. Because I want to take up too much time in this section. Because the two of us have discussed it at length on uh, a sister podcast of ours, the Blank Slate. Mm-hmm. Um, I was fortunate enough to have four weeks off, four months off uh, with my newborn child, and caught up and binge watched a lot of stuff. Now I'm back at work. We have you guys visiting. We had family here, so we're behind on a lot of stuff. And also, we we don't watch a lot anyway. So the two things, well, four things I wanted to to, to talk about. Okay. Um, one we already kind of started to talk about, but what I was watching most recently. Um, on Netflix was the Dave Chappelle stand-up specials. Okay. Um, I, Dave Chappelle is my all-time favorite stand-up, without question. Mm-hmm. Chappelle show is incredibly influential on me yeah. getting into improv and sketch comedy. Same. Um, literally went to a Walmart at 12 o'clock midnight when Chappelle show season two came out to go get the DVD. We literally got them out of the boxes. They didn't put them on the shelf yet. Took it home and watched it. Fucking straight. Yeah. <laughs> Me, Keaton, and Matt Levin watched the entire fucking thing, uncensored, all the bloopers, all of it. Um, so I was very excited for him to be out of Looney Town. <laughs> sort of. He has a summer residency in Looney Town, I still feel like. Um, and watch it. And I enjoyed them to a certain extent. Uh, I think we made the the, the reference yesterday. It's uh, somebody that has like a 90, they used to have a 100 mile an hour fastball. And now it's, he's pitching like 88, 90. Um, 88 is closer. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to strike some people out. Um, I, there was bits that I loved, but I definitely felt it was really self-referential and way too, like, Hollywood. Like, how, yeah. like I, I didn't, you know, the Kev, the, the Which is Kevin a way, Hart bit. Is there's great, a way you but, could do that right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think he did it. Uh, I don't think he's aged well with stand-up either. No, I, I've had this conversation where I, he... His both those specials seemed trapped in two thousand and seven. 
I was even a little earlier. Even a little earlier, yeah. but like a latest 2007. Because yeah. he hasn't been public for like, what, seven years or 10 years, you know? Right. Like in the public eye like that. Yeah. His SNL this past season was amazing. amazing. Fantastic monologue. Uh, had moments in both specials where I think he hit that. Um, just some of his stuff is so like. I think that that's maybe what didn't help was the fact that his monologue was so fucking good. It set up expectations. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. This is, he's fucking with it. He did have like, like he's talking about fucking Ray Rice. Like there were many times where it felt like, you know, I think a couple of them were taped like in 2014. Like one of them was taped a couple of years ago. They were, they were taped 2015, 2016. Okay. Um, they just felt very like he was being on PC on many of them. And I, like, I don't really care. Cause I think, and I don't think he feels a lot of things that he said, but he's saying them because that's just what his fucking tool bag always was. And now like, he can't like, you really like can't do this thing. Or if you do him, you have to do him like Louie or somebody else where they are more intelligent and a little bit more next level. Yeah. That's, it's not like he made any really good points either. No, he made like, a lot of bad points. It's one thing to be on PC and right, but yeah. he just wasn't right. He wasn't right. <laughs> like, he used to be right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've watched Kill Him Softly in the last couple of years, and it fucking ages well. It gets it gets better with age. Best stand-up special of all time. And, um, he, yeah, he, he was either too self-aware, not self-aware at all, um, and really just kind of came across like a very rich dude that lives in rural Ohio. Yep. That has some opinions on things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the, the hardest part for me was the fact that I could count the bits that actually made me laugh on one hand. Um, I definitely laughed a lot, um, but there were parts where I caught myself laughing and I, not that I hated myself for it. I didn't like it. I was just like, damn, man. Like, like, because he still has the the he still has the tools, he, has he still the, has the, the delivery. technical abilities. Yep. It was just massively flawed. I don't think I laughed at Texas at once. Uh, Texas is the second one, right? Texas is the second one. I I didn't finish it. Uh, I had better shit to do. The second one, the last 15, 20 minutes is probably the closest you get to classic Dave. Well, I didn't. Get, that's what I gave up on because it's not talking about fucking. Hollywood, he's talking about his life yeah. and like his wife and, yeah. you know, getting in arguments. It's a really good, I'll just do like a Cliff Notes version, encourage you to sure. go back and watch the last bit of it. Is um, this is a really long form story about like a fight he's getting into with his wife and about he take a bite of his kid's sandwich mm-hmm. and like t- like brought it to school and like the kid got in trouble for it because yeah. he thought some girl like, saw made, you saw that part? Yeah. So after that, then he's starting to get blackmailed for like fucking. Uh, like tapes of him having sex with a girl like years that. ago. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Maybe I'm just forgetting the special. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what's that before that. Um, it's been a long couple weeks. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I thought that stuff was really, really. It was, you know, that was close. fine. Yeah. I, yeah, man. Just overall, I was just much more like heartbroken and disappointed than anything. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. <clears throat> like, I think it's one more in his contract. I'm sure they'll sign more because he got sixty million dollars. Fuck yeah. you, Comedy Central. He still got his money. Um, he's had to wait a few years. Yeah. Um, from that though, I just want to give a random. Just I started going down random stand-up rabbit holes on YouTube. Um, and from watching old clips of him, I got into a fucking a lot of old clips of fucking Red Fox, and it was so much fun. And it holds up, and it's it's like the exact opposite of what we were talking about with Chappelle. Is like that stuff is fucking very PC at a very PC time. Yeah. And it's still fresh, and it's not offending anybody. Yeah. But and it's just the right, the right amount of outlandish and just control of a room. Watch some fucking Red Fox. That man <laughs> kills it. Uh, so then I watched uh, I watched the, all uh, like 140 episodes of Sanford and said no. Um, uh, the only other two. Well, before we get into television, the other thing we want I want to mention, um, and I know both of us are I think basically in the exact same point of this right now. And WrestleMania has kind of taken a pause on it. Oh, yeah. Is S Town? Yeah, we're both at chapter five. More than Chapter 5 of S-Town, um, This American Life and Serial, a new show. Uh, that's uh, There's really no way to describe it without like giving spoilers away if you haven't started it, I feel. Uh, it is it is a shit town, you know, murder, yeah. mystery, 
character of profile character profile of the fucking weirdest people in the goddamn world um it is gripping it is such good sort of it is the real serial season two yeah it is the editing and the story elements and everything that gets blended together it's so it's fucking artistic very much the so. themes that get fucking like woven in and and uh like the way that the story changes like what it is it starts mm-hmm. out as a murder mystery mm-hmm. changes to a character profile mm-hmm. changes to a fucking treasure hunt <laughs> changes to, to like, like a family drama yeah to like a family drama yeah. um it's it's fucking riveting every minute and god knows where else is going to go that we don't even know in two episodes because exactly. i definitely did not see where episode one to episode the two goes that people that have finished the series gave me yeah after they finished it i don't know what they're don't do that to yourself <laughs> um so yeah so i can't uh encourage that enough it could it it's also very for like what we do it's like inspiring me to like do it try to fucking do the goddamn thing um Use your degree. Uh, why do I smell bad? <laughs> Deodorant jokes here on picked up. A highest of the high. Highest of the, high. the only two television shows I wanted to wax on, uh, we've both discussed at different times, but both is wrapped up. Uh, one their first season, one their second season. Uh, we actually haven't watched this, the first season finale of This Is Us, um, but uh, I believe the episode is currently on a three-episode streak of Making Me Cry. Hey man, you have a family now. You're allowed to watch that show. It's beyond that. It is really, really just so well acted. Yeah, it's so well acted. It really is. And for people that don't even normally like like Mandy Moore, I can give two shits about Mandy Moore. And she's really good. I always thought I always like wanted to like punch Milo Ventimiglia, whatever. And he's just like, God damn, I want him to be my dad. And I've talked about Sterling K. Brown, and he's going to be my sure. Andrew Brower. Yeah, and that. I, I will go watch him be in. I think he's gonna be in the new Predator movie. I'm like, fuck yes. I don't want to see a new Predator movie, but if Sterling K. Brown's in it, and Shane Black is the one that yeah, you know, it might be all right. Um, but yeah, I can't encourage the episode where Sterling K. Brown's character and his father go to Memphis <laughs> enough. Amazing act, amazing writing, amazing storytelling, really, really good. Um, last thing, uh, and this isn't as so much like a, what I'm watching. It's a what you are going to watch. God damn it, Rich. You are going to watch Baskets if it's the last thing I do. Look, you had another person who was just on the show last week, one of your friends from Chicago, and she did a great job at saying yeah. exactly what I've been saying for how many years now? How many yeah. years? Two years? Two well, years. It's only two seasons. It's only, yeah. Two years. Uh, all the flaws of the first season have were expertly fucking exploded in season two. It's, it is. Season two was... It's probably flawless to me. Wow. Really, 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 really good. Wow. Accentuated Louis Anderson. And again, you think I say that, but like I was vindicated by the fucking Emmy board, or whatever the fuck they're called, the Academy of Television <laughs> Arts and Sciences. There is, uh, there is, it has great twists. They tweaked so many character things for like everything fucking was bothered by character wise. It's in like Zach Galifianakis's movies, stand up, everything. Mm-hmm. And they, accentuated the positives all them and got rid of most of the negatives so you have a really funny uh at times super dramatic earnest fucking show that you don't know whatever direction it's gonna take mm. and when it does take that direction I'm just gonna watch the show because you see Louis Anderson kiss a dude all right <laughs> like and like it's and like you're mm. so happy that it happens because that's how good he is he's just this sad alone woman that has two Terrible, terrible children. Uh, both played by Zach Galifianakis, of course, because he's just obsessed with being his, himself in both roles. And just has this one episode. It's basically just her the whole fucking time. And him the whole time. Um, and it's beautiful. And you root for him so much. And he's, he is the best actor on television. Louis Anderson is the best actor on TV right now. So I can't help it. I'm excited. <laughs> tell me otherwise. I'm going to tell you you're fucking wrong. Look, everything that you just said doesn't surprise me because Zach's a smart dude. He is. So, yeah, I know. I know this. I would love to. I will one day. And and I'll do that. 
and this is much less of a commitment, watch the first season of The Good Place. Okay. I finally finished it. Okay. The Ted Danson, Kristen Belch, right? <clears throat> yeah. I felt like it was a short, like, it ended really early. Uh, it was a 13 episode run. What's going on with like television, like series, seasons nowadays? Like it's so, maybe because I'm getting old and I have a family, it's hard to keep track, but like. This is us ended in fucking the middle of March. Yeah. Like May Sweep's not a thing anymore because Brooklyn Nine Nine still is not back. Nothing matters, dude. Like it's Nothing. they're making television for later consumption now. Which is fine. I get that. It's just hard to it's, keep up with. Like I'll check my DVR and it's like I literally three weeks ago was like, Am I recording? Like just fuck up Brooklyn Nine Nine if I miss and I was like, Oh no, it comes back like in May. Like, why does when stuff ends? If I can quote everything that happened at South by Southwest this past year, there's a lot of disruption in the industry. <laughs> I'm glad you saved your plane ticket to go out there and just read it online, and that's all of the, they were talking about. I mean, but yeah, like, I don't know. It's just all weird and all fucked up. Yeah. And like, they, there's a bunch of people that were used to doing things one way, and it's not that way anymore, so they just don't know what they're doing now. Cool. I'll take um, it. But yeah, I finally finished... Um, the good place, and who is the um? Holy shit, dude! Who's like the EP or like the creative mind on there? Is anybody Mike Shore? Oh, it is Mike Shore. Okay, yeah, great. okay, yeah. I was trying to, to me. It's sounding like maybe like a Bill Lawrence type show. I mean, it has that feeling for sure, and I, I feel like he's even like said that that or did he like? I think he's like sort of comes from the Bill Lawrence tree, probably, and then like started cutting his teeth on The Office. And then went to, and then started Parks and Rec, right? And then Brooklyn Nine, yeah. And then the Good Place. What, what is the last thing Bill Lawrence did? Oh, this is just like we're just rambling. Out, I think he has. Was it Cougar Town? Or was there? There had to have been something else. Well, Cougar Town. I think he has like a new thing on now, but I think it's on like Amazon or something. Yeah. Okay. But I know he has something okay. right now. Yeah. Find that out afterwards. Yeah, it was one of those things where it's like, ugh, I have no interest in Cougar Town, nope. but it's Bill Lawrence. So it's it's probably fine for what it is. Is it still even on? I, I can't imagine. It has, it has not been. Uh, I need to go back and listen because there was a few weeks ago a show that you did where you, you were talking about a show, and somebody was like, "I can't imagine this is still on." I'm in the car like, "Oh yeah, I don't remember what it was. It's gonna drive me crazy." But um, yeah, that's anything else. I, I love hearing you don't do like what you watch. Well, really no one good. asks me. Well, I'm always asking because I like to well, fucking thank hear you for asking. asking. You're welcome. Please, again, to... don't vote for me. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Uh, and to be perfectly honest, like, pretty much The Good Place is the last thing I really, like, carved right. out yeah, yeah. to, like, actually watch. And the the Chappelle specials. So, like, we just covered it. Is, um, just for Good Place on NBC, right? Yes. Yeah. Heard anything? Know anything about that? I think it's called, like, Trial by Error show. Oh. Like, John Lithgow. Yeah. Like, they were... I feel like there were sponsored BuzzFeed posts saying it was the next Parks and Rec, which there will never be a next Parks and Rec. No, Parks just... and Rec is fucking perfect. And if you say otherwise, fight me. Ditto on baskets. Uh, season two. Not season one. Because <laughs> um, through This Is Us and fucking Law and Order SVU, like, you see commercials for it all yeah. the fucking time. And like it was supposed to, supposed to be like, heavily improvised or like like no one in the cast like knows like certain things John Lithgow's gonna do or something okay I could be totally wrong I don't know but I heard it and I was like okay so a show where John Lithgow is just crazy and can do whatever he wants all right James Woodson no but I'm still in (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm I've seen a commercial or two for it and it looks mildly entertaining right um which is also how you could uh Described the first season of Parks and Rec. So, you know, who knows? It's the only new show I could think of off the top of my mind that, you know, I just wanted to see if you had heard yeah. anything about some. I'm, I'm good if you're good. Yeah, I'm more so excited for DuckTales than anything. <laughs> DuckTales is, yeah, there's really not, I don't want my Entertainment Weekly subscription. We let that run out because there's maybe like one every six or eight issues where I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. But I'm going to have to make sure to remember to get the. Well, summer movie preview, of course, yeah. and then the um, the uh, Paul TV preview, so I can kind of get an idea of what's what's what. So, yeah. Well, shit. If that's it for uh, what we've watched. Um, oh, and seven uh, wrestling shows in seventy two hours. Seventy two hours uh, totaling. Quickly do math on it. 
uh, 11 and 2 shows. Uh, Shikara was 2 hours, that's 13. Progress was 2 hours, that's 15. First Night was 2 and a half, that's rounded up to 18. Uh, We basically watched a literal full day, 24 hours worth of wrestling in 72 hours. And the other six of those hours were spent eating checkers. Checkers, you're hearing, <laughs> um, and and Spencer and I still have three more before we leave. Yeah, checkers, you're gonna eat. With three, oh, you're uh, SmackDown, two hundred five live, yeah. and SmackDown, two hundred five live. You said three, three more hours. Oh, I have three more shows. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. three more hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, so cool. that's it uh, for all of our bullshit. Yeah. Um, this week we watched an iconic. FX original show uh, that aired originally 2002 uh, starring Michael Chiklis we watched The Shield and we're back here Um, that was I don't remember any theme music uh, on the episode that we watched, so the, I found something. Well, my like my first no, not to jump right into it, but like the opening of the show felt like said like the italicized like scratchy credits. Yeah, and it's a very very like hard pitch like uh you know expositiony intro about what's going on, and it was just kind of like the normal early two thousands cop. Hard-boiled cops. Yeah, exactly. Like that kind of yeah, thing. Okay. Yeah. So you heard that bullshit. Yeah, I heard that bullshit. Yeah. Um. The first thing was this already feels very low rent and like a pilot. Immediately, it just felt like something that they put together. We're like, well, let's see, let's see if this hits. Like even like a little shield thing. I was like, this is made in two thousand two. Yeah. Um. Uh. What What made you? There wasn't much variety to choose from, but what made you choose this this episode? Uh, this well, show. Two big things. Number one, I own it. <laughs> Never watching it. So if, if you listen to Married Movies, the show that I host with my wife, uh, I love physical, tangible things. I, I don't, I'm dumb and don't believe in clouds and downloading things or whatever. I like to have it physically. You are a consumer. I'm a consumer. Uh, so you're all welcome for keeping the goddamn economy alive. <laughs> this is Rex Ferguson. <laughs> Figured out Rex, Rex Ferguson is, is my version of who still shops at brick and mortars? Me. <laughs> Spent 17 goddamn hours outside of Best Buy just to get a 42-inch plasma screen, okay? <laughs> Congratulations, Sophie, on being able to afford fucking Christmas presents for your son because I went and supported you when you were helping me in the Geek Squad. And it still turns into fucking Dale Baskett, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that hurts. <laughs> mm. All right, we're really inside now. Um, No, so... The little issue gave me, I, I physically had it. The reason I physically had it was I was just in Best Buy one day and they had like uh, television shows, like complete sets, and they're always like fucking ridiculous. Yeah, they're always like 250 bucks. It was 20 shit. bucks. Fuck you! It was 20 bucks. I'm like, okay, I, I've heard this show was amazing. Yeah. And for television shows, I if they're cheap, I'm like, look, I'm going to retire like in 40 years. And there were like 30 seasons of that fucking show. There was eight, I think. Like, you saw how many That's discs insane. are in that. There's probably 30 discs in there. Yeah. For 20 bucks. I'm like, I'll watch this eventually. <laughs> um, and I picked it because I I had it. It was easy to get. And it's uh we've a lot of the show recently has been talking about how FX is killing it. And this one I feel like was the first Kicked big FX, you know, it broke like the HBO streak and yep. like the main network streak of Best, I think there's one best drama series. Yeah, the, yeah. Like either the first season or somewhere or another. Michael Chiklis won best dramatic actor. Like nobody talks about it now. My sisters love the show Damages, which basically kind of came from, it's not like a spinoff, but Glenn Close, who apparently is in like the later seasons of this, mm-hmm. as the show gets popular, they have like her and Forrest Whitaker and fucking everybody else. Yeah. And um, FX is just like, lock down Glenn Close. Yeah, exactly. They they talked about um, having watched a little bit of it and really liking it. So I was like, okay, let's yeah. let's do that. Uh, and I had no expectations. Everything else on that list, I was like, I already pretty much know if I'm if I am or I'm not going to like it. So yeah. Uh, so how'd you feel? I thought it was good overall. I thought it was good. Um, there was a. I'm probably going to say a lot more negative things 
I just feel like I Me always. Too. I just feel like I always. <laughs> I just feel like I always do that. Um, just because I because you're a critic. I'm a, a critic. Cynic. Yeah, and all your heroes at the methadone clinic. Wrap this shit up. <laughs> Look, I'm willing to get sued if we have that underneath this entire show. Like, <sighs> the first 20 minutes, like everyone's like, "What the fuck are they playing? They still playing ball with the ball." <laughs> uh, we'll get there, uh, and I'll read you verbatim what I wrote when I was watching it. <laughs> but um, there was definitely a couple things that I really, really liked. But overall, it left me feeling, and like I said at the start, it felt very much like a pilot. Yeah. Um, well, it did in some ways, didn't in other ways. Yeah, but it felt a little like low rent and cheap to me. Um, but again, you probably figured that FX probably gave Sean Ryan a shoestring budget to do yeah. fucking whatever that they wanted to do. Um, and it was kind of like... I mean, they were squatting in that police station. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, well, the construction was legit. <laughs> That's where it was a workaround. Um, it, it just, to me, it didn't do enough like exciting things until the very end <laughs> to catch you. And I, the sad thing was I knew that twist happened. Mm. I got spoiled to me a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, I think basically not to that actual collider article, but something very similar. Yeah. Um, the only thing you ever hear about the shield is how fucking crazy the twist is in the pilot and how the series finale is one of the best ever's. Then you have seven seasons right in the middle. <laughs> Nobody like ever fucking <laughs> talks about it. Um, it just, I also am used to its different kind of like procedural cop show. Um, I watched the first episode of The Wire and I'll probably watch it the rest of it in like four or five years, like you did. Um, but it just kind of left, it just left me a little like, it left me whelmed. Sure. Left me whelmed. Sure. I, I wasn't underwhelmed by it because I had kind of middling expectations, but I wasn't fucking doing bad. Yeah. yeah. I always uh, categorize this because FX has like, Insane great prestige right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But they also still do. And I feel like, you know, this is in that category of your, you know, you have The Shield, you have Sons of Anarchy, Mm -hmm. um, American Horror Stories, which I feel like are more your, like, pop schlock. They Uh, are, despite American Horror Story getting fucking Emmys. They're fucking, they're pulpy for a mass audience. Yeah. Um, And that's amazing that they can blend all these worlds together. It's frustrating, especially now, because... Uh, just now you're seeing, you know, Louie and Baskets and, like, other, the more, like, indie, uh, not getting rating shows getting acclaim. Because yeah. before, it was the exact opposite for them. It's like, you know, we got five million pe- people watching, so whoever gets some awards, because those people know these shows, yeah. actually turn into the fucking Emmys instead of nobody watching Man Seeking Woman, which is probably better than, you know, most of the comedies on other, other stuff. Uh, I need that so on my good. list, too. Um, so... Also, here's so there's a stupid note. I also just can't unsee the thing, like <laughs> just the whole time. I'm just like fucking Ben Grimm. <laughs> but that doesn't help. So going into it, yeah, I didn't know about the twist. I've only, I think, seen Michael Chiklis as the thing. <laughs> what uh, else would I've seen him in? Uh, actually, when I did research on his role, um, or on him. He was, you know, a fuck, fuck, I've heard he was on some cop show called Wise Guys. Okay. Which sounds familiar. He also, you know what his first role was? He was uh, John Belushi in that. That's right. In the, oh. It's called Wired, I think. Wired. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Like, that's right. That's right. That's right. Horribly panned fucking biopic. Yeah, it was like a uh, TV movie. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we've done that, but like since. Also was in like some bullshit NBC comedy or whatever. Yeah. And he did that superhero show afterwards. Oh, yeah. But. um. So this is what. My first impressions yeah. of the Shield were, it was a mix between. It seemed like FX was like, all right, give us uh, something between Homicide, Life on the Street, and NYPD Blue. Yep. And they, but like you know, you can you can have some shits here yeah, and there, right? Uh, but then the wire happened. I, I was I specifically wanted to ask you how this is again. I've watched the first episode of both. And they were out at the same time. How this compared to you uh, in the wire, pilot wise? I know, of course, long term, like you don't know, but also you're going to probably be biased anyway. The wire eats its lunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the wire eats its ding dongs. God. Um, Just so we can not uh, ding dong scene. What? And then dog shit scene. 
what? <laughs> That's what I wrote. Just fucking. I I was very excited to see a uh, an alumni of Homicide Life, two alumni of Homicide Life on the street uh, in the opening credits. I know the first one is uh, Reed Diamond. That's the guy that got spoiler yep. alert shot at the end, right? Yes. Okay. Which pissed me off. I was happy because we'll get to that later. I understand. <laughs> but you still want soft spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to be, that's going to be a very biased argument later. <laughs> I have somebody else who we can tell. Uh, and with. then the other one was Max Perlick. Uh, the guy that? with the fedora with all the fucking stolen uh, like uh, electronics in his. In his- oh, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he used to be like the the fucking videographer for, yeah. for Mo Pantoliano. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I was like, okay, all right, they know what they're doing. The same way, like how when Walking Dead was casting people from The Wire, it's like, yeah, yeah that's a fucking smart move. Yeah. Um, they fucking off the guy, fucking idiots. Um, yeah, man, uh, I feel like it was actually a pretty well contained like pilot overall too. Like, it didn't really feel like you were being, uh, like, spoon-fed a lot of information. It didn't feel like you were at something from the very beginning. You this weren't. was, like, just business as usual. Agreed. You're in the midst of it. It's not like they, like this is the start of this fucking unit being put together. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's the beginning. And you didn't have, like, too many fucking big di- uh, data dumps, yeah. you know? And also, it's one good thing about, about the twist is that uh, when... Terry is meeting Aceveda and they set up like, you know, like kind of like adding him to the squad to mm-hmm. make sure to keep surveillance on Vic. Um, that's like the setup for the long haul. Like you figure like, okay, well that's going to be a through line of the entire season series, yeah. whatever. And it was, uh, fucking we're sitting here. Spencer Hamilton of Dilton ball. He's been on the show before he's in town. He was like putting his shoes on finishing getting ready as we were, I was rewatching it for the second time. You were watching it for the first time. And that he was watching on scene, he goes, Yo, Terry's dead dog. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I thought like he knew or something. And then what happened, both of you guys were like, whoa, holy shit. Because it, it immediately <laughs> changes your expectations of like, where are we going from yeah. here? Because yeah. everything that was established and set up <coughs> is Brought fucking out gone out the fucking window. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, a big thing I didn't like was... Um, and I think this is maybe just more modern television and like what we see now is so it's very obvious early on that Vic is going to be like this anti-hero tweener fucking shades of gray yeah. kind of character with him and his uh, unit yeah. that looks like they just decided to become a boy band in their 40s. <laughs> Walter Goggins mm-hmm. is undoubtedly the Joy McIntyre of that group. Wait, enough fucking sleeveless shirts and frosted tips from fucking 47-year-old men. Jesus Christ. Right. Laughing about uh, people crying in, uh, from across the street looking like they're giving fellatio to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't set up at any point in the pilot, at least, beyond offering fucking $80 to soup to a hooker. Um, that, it was about eighty dollars by the end of it, right? He gave her a twenty for soup. <laughs> it was at least sixty. It was at least it was at least three or four bills of good old fucking Andrew Jackson's. Try to get Misty some goddamn soup, um, but it doesn't. And like nothing else. No. Like I'm pretty sure if she asked, like, yeah, I might go get a sandwich. He would have stopped her and said, no. I said soup, soup, and a it's lot gonna of be it. chicken noodle. It's gonna be a cup. But it's going to be $20 worth of cups of soups. Do I order them all at once? No, when you're fucking dumb. You're a fucking you're, animal. It's going to get cold. You're fucking doing cold soup. I'm not helping you for cold soup. Unless you're sharing, you better not share yeah, the soup with anybody. Soup. $20 more dollars to encourage you to eat more soup by yourself. Soup by the self. Uh, well, my point is, they never set him up <laughs> to be... I, I, I'm thinking, I was thinking about Breaking Bad. Yeah. You had to set him up as Mr. Chips so yeah. he could become Scarface. Well, now you have the veil of of Mr. Chips, and he already is Scarface. And it's like, well, where, like, how? You just shot a fucking innocent guy in the fucking face. Yeah. The first episode. Where can I go from here? Even like, even before that happened, just being a general I was saying, dickhead. I, I was I was I was saying to myself, like, he he's the main character of the show. You have to at some point, at some in some way, you need a fucking an inroad to be able to root for this guy. Yeah. Were anything, and his good deeds in this show were being a fucking soup daddy, yeah. and 
and uh, 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 beating and beating the shit out of the fucking pedophile. Yeah. Um, and like you know, it's not like his fucking heart was in it. Like it's just it's a job. He like likes to fucking beat people up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like just from the get go, his fucking cons far outweigh his pros. I'm pretty sure I, I've I've been made aware that like throughout like you know he's a family man and does whatever. Like I'm sure it's gonna get there. You I mean, need- minus the fact that he already tried to fucking train on his wife in this goddamn episode. Actually, it's been confirmed. They they had hooked up before. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, trying to do it again. Trying to do it again. And trying to uh, commit more adultery. Um, but you need something in the pilot. You need something in the pilot. You don't get it. Yeah, you don't. You don't fucking get it at all. It's like the fucking Mad Men uh, pilot that we did. Um, you know, you like Don Draper because he's a charismatic guy. In the end of the episode, you find out, oh, he has a fucking wife. Yeah. This guy is maybe not a good person. We've had 40 minutes of him just being naturally charismatic and yeah. good at his and job. Good at his job. But like, yeah. and Vic is good at his job. No, but, but uh, Draper is good at his job between the lines. Yeah, exactly. Like, staying like within the field of play. Man, that is a phrase. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the case at all, but it's compared to this, absolutely. Yeah. Vic, uh, yeah, I almost said Vic Grimes, who's an old ECW. Is that his name, Vic Grimes? Who? And what? Uh, Vic Mackey. Vic, Vic Mackey, Grimes yeah. is part of the Baldies in ECW. Um, but yeah, so that was another thing with it. It was unlikable. Sorry. That said, uh, the fucking interrogate his interrogation scene was my favorite part of the fucking show. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. him just fucking killing that scene. Uh, weird to watch. Um, don't like to hear about you know. I'm not going to repeat it. That's stuff. I'm not going to repeat it. It's hard to listen. Dude, transcribes this episode, then we're on a list. Yeah. Um, But that's the kind of things, like, I would love to see that in episode eight. You know? Yeah. A lot of things also, like, there was a lot of disjointedness in stories. Like, what was, why were we going, following, like, the tire slitting thing? Just to see, like, that female cop's day in the life? Yeah, it might just be, like, establishing her as a character. If they if it's not the case, the guy who slipped the tires, I want him in more episodes. He was great. He was really really good. Yeah, they give me my goddamn fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> he was um, fantastic. And then you also had uh, you had you know the the B plot. Yeah, with the the fucking the child pedophile like we talked about and selling the kids back and forth. Yeah. Then way too much time on the first guy that didn't do anything mm-hmm. because again, well, you had to establish him as like he's the psychological guy. Yeah, to establish and Vic it, or. Uh, yeah, Vic. Yeah, Vic and Dutch is the uh, he's the physical cop, yeah. and so it's like, and CCH Pounder is the cop that is the least believable cop walking from around a corner holding a gun. You like go back? I noticed it the first time, the second time I specifically watched it again. Like she's holding the gun at like her belly button. I didn't notice that <laughs> at all. So fucking, oh, it was so like maddening. Um, um, was there anything else like you really, 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 really liked? Not nothing in this episode really like popped me except for the end, which was shocking. It was just I don't know. It felt like it was just to be shocking. Let's be honest. You like the end. We got to hear Ball with the Ball in its entirety. So we're watch- so you we're watching the episode. I'm watching it by myself, and uh, it starts. And uh, Rich can confirm. I type Ball with the Ball. Fuck everything I wrote in all capital letters. <laughs> Dutch is interesting. <laughs> well, no, the psychological stuff. I thought he was going to be a one note, like fucking, uh, not uh, Andy Griffith and uh, the fucking Don Knotts character from Barney Fife. Yeah, like a fucking uh, like okay. Barney Fife kind of like oh, duh, you yeah. know, kind of thing. But then like he was showing like actual cop work and doing his job, yeah. and you know, but uh, but then none of that matters. Ball with the ba hits. It's like. What? And then it doesn't stop. It's like, yeah, it's when they're setting up like a raid. But also, I saw a child get fed to Ba with the Ba. I saw a woman come home to her dog to Ba with the Ba. I saw like a two minute scene of a woman decide, am I going to take my gun on this date to Ba with the Ba? <laughs> I saw a man playing crazy taxi before he got shot to Ba with the Ba. Bob with the Bob, man. <laughs> it was 2002. So I was four years old. Yeah. I feel like that really did encapsulate the the tone of the show, though. It does. It was, it was a show that would have been even bigger in 1998. I, yeah. I, 
Bob, what the Bob? I purposely looked up uh, on Wikipedia. They have a page for the pilot and the finale. Mm-hmm. Like most shows they do. And there's a note like at the bottom, like, you know, like notes that uh, Sean Ryan was listening to Bob with the Bob on a loop when writing the pilot for this series. And uh, when it was time to choose music, he was like, well, this has got to be it. Fuck this show. So fucking hard. <laughs> fuck, fuck him. Fuck that. Fuck Kid Rock. Fuck Josie. Whoa. Hey, hold fuck on. Fuck the Marshall Trucker Band. Fuck Cocky. Fuck, fuck that Lonely Road. Fuck that picture. Fuck the Bull God. <laughs> fuck uh, what, was, what was the metal album? It was like after Devil Without Devil Without Cause. Fuck Devil Without. In, in between Cocky, there was another one. That was the one that American Badass came from. No, I, thought I think it was, it was called like, American that was Badass. Cocky, I thought. No, no, no. I remember specifically. Kid Rock album cover, which is like him with like a cigar in his mouth and a white background, and that's the first single was American Badass. Okay, because in two thousand when well, that might have been the single cover. This needs to be found out. I just want to point out that Sean Ryan. I was like, what the fuck else has he done for I this show? Ask you, yeah. Pedigree, because um, I knew I'd seen it before. Uh, the most recent thing was Last Resort. Well, not the most recent thing, but like Last Resort, the one that you'd probably be interested in. That was that Andre Brower boat show. Boat show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like on TNT or something, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So he's that. Uh, yeah. He did the Chicago Code for a season. Now he's doing that uh, timeless. There's like the time travel. <laughs> One that fucking Colin shit on all over. Yep. Um, he also produced the unit, Lie to Me, Terriers. So he's got a very specific. Oh, I think he used the same exact fucking font. Because I watched Terriers. Same exact fucking font for Terriers mm. as he did for this. And it's very. That show is very much. I can see it being like the best possible version of this show. Okay. Um, but, uh, okay. No, uh, find American badass. Yeah. Um, we need to <laughs> fucking figure this out. Cause I bought the cocky album. Cause I was a cocky came out like in 2002. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we were both wrong. Uh, American badass was the first single off of the history of rock. That was the name of the album. Fuck. Yeah. And the cover is yep, exactly what I thought. Cigar white background. Okay. Yeah. So no, I was just wrong. No, but I thought the name of the album was American Badass. So okay. I, I was more right than you. Yeah, yeah. But we're talking about Kid Rock, so we're both wrong. We're both we're both wrong. Null and void. Um, was there I felt like we fucking hit our high spot right now. <laughs> I, I was trying to delay Bob with the Boz most as possible. Yeah. But you can't. <laughs> so said the mixer the day that he saw that it was on the slate to be recorded on the album. It's like, uh, guys, I got the runs. Can we like start at two? <laughs> it's two thirty, they're knocking on the bathroom door. So I'm going to do Bob with the Bot. Yeah, I'm almost done. Fuck him out of toilet paper. Can you bring some in? <laughs> uh, MVP and LVP? Well, let me ask you that. <laughs> uh, what do you want to start with? Uh, I'd start with MVP because I think it's <clears throat> I think it's clear cut. Part of me that just doesn't want to. I really didn't have anybody that I really would have robbed Here's what probably should have been, who just got short-sheeted throughout the whole fucking episode, is Walter fucking Goggins. Walter Goggins literally pretends to get blown, and that's about it. Yeah. All that's, that's, their whole crew, the, the rest of the crew, you don't establish don't do shit. Them all. No. Like, I felt like Walter Goggins was a thing before the show. No, uh, I only knew him as being uh, the hot upstart in Major League back to the minors before the show. Uh, and now, like, he's fucking... Yeah. One of the greatest television actors. Yeah, he's a very well-respected actor. Yeah. Um, that was my expectation too. Was he was just gonna crush it? Yeah, I just I had preconceived Michael Chekhov's notions, um, but I think from the interrogation scene, I think he gets it. Yeah, because he's doing a good job with the performance. I just don't like the way the characters read. Sure, I I really liked CCH Powder. She's always good. Like um, gun holding aside, <laughs> um, I I really liked her. I liked the looks that she would give her fucking wet fish newbie fucking partner. It was insinuated she was one to put the dog shit. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Just funny CCH, CCH Pounder digging up some dog shit. Or just shitting in a drawer. <laughs> you have something wrong with the digestion. Um, yeah, she was fine. I, I don't think <laughs> I've seen her on Law and Order before. And that was another thing was this was like, I'm used to like a different type of fucking cop and detective show. Mm-hmm. So like getting in a different speed is weird. It's like those first couple interrogations. I'm like, man, Stable would be already fucking done with this shit. We already be halfway to getting the fucking guy right now. Um, 
I literally wrote down SVU spoils me. SVU spoils me on child rape interrogations. Well, also, S, like SVU is the fucking like uh, they got to put a bow on every episode for the True. case. They're True. poppable. Yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah, where this is for long. That, that's a good, interesting point. Yeah. Um. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm fine with either. It doesn't matter. Well, chickles, chickles would be mine, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, I mean you're right. I just, I, it seemed so. Odd. But then again, I do always have my bugaboo about fucking your white bread baby face, <laughs> white meat. You know, Ooh, let's talk about white bread baby face, um, white meat uh, guys, huh? Uh, but another topic, OVP. Look, man, Reed Diamond's all right. <laughs> you don't believe that as you said it. He was. He sucked on homicide. <laughs> He's so bad. He's very, very bad. Uh, he was just my way in. I think he was. He was my fucking entry entry point. I expected. To the show. I expected when you said it. When we watched it together, I was like, "Oh fuck, that's gonna be like a homicide guy." And I was like, "Yeah, it is." So he's gonna ride or die. So I threw a watching it the second time. Came out with a backup. And also, when I was watching it the second time back, I'm like, "Maybe he's bad on purpose," because that's how Vic he gets can found see, out. Vic can see yeah. through his bullshit. Yeah. So I can see that being an excuse. I don't believe it personally. Well, I mean, that is correct, actually. So because <laughs> I've listened to interviews and it's correct. I'm the vice president of the Reed Diamond fan club. <laughs> Um, Reed Diamond Phillips. And um, so my backup would be Acevedo. Um, I Yeah, I really didn't like him. I didn't like him at he all. He was just fucking wooden. Very wooden, not, you know, uh, everything he does with Vic, I just wasn't interested in that. At all. Fucking whatsoever. So I was yeah. more interested in him putting somebody on the case to handle it. And then. I really didn't. He like, was, especially for what he had to do. And, and knowing that. He's obviously going to be continuing on. He was really bad. Yeah. That whole, um, when they bring the one uh, guy that's filing claims against Mackie, like any interaction is so stilted. Yeah. It, and then when he opens the door, I need you. It's just not good. Not, 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 yeah. not good. The only other one I would say is Max Perlick. The fucking, yeah. Why He's, did you watch Homicide of two of the two people around? They together? came on in later seasons. All right. <laughs> um, everyone else was fine. We didn't really talk about like Dutch, the actor. I'd be very interested to see how he progresses throughout the show. I think yeah. he would be very, very good. Um, I already have like a freaking corollary of a character that like is that. Uh, uh, analog or not analog? The fuck? But yeah, basically the same the the same version uh, that's in the shield of that character is in the fucking uh, in Homicide. Mm. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that character played by Kyle Sikor, who is in City Slickers, uh, which is coming up on uh, yeah, down the road episode. It's like about two weeks. Well, what character yeah. is he? So He's one of the, the asshole cowboys. Oh, the bearded one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. The one, that, the one doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, no, he's yeah. yeah. We haven't discussed it. I mean, no, I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> you leave Kyle score alone. That's all. My, that's I all I ask. He'll be fine. I think it's gonna be Cookie. <laughs> he's a fucking dickhead. It's not Noble Willingham, who has the best. This really is a Mary movies preview. I'm gonna have at least ten Noble Willinghamisms in that fucking. Can't wait. Well, you're just greener than goose shit. <laughs> Uh, anything else about the shield, man? We went through all my fucking notes. Yeah. Uh, like it's a cop show and there are better cop shows of this variety and flavor. You did this recently with Patrick for, um, Homeland. Yeah. As these one-off fucking best dramas, this one best drama. And I'm very interested to see what it what beats. It beat. Pick it up. I'm doing it right now. Um, also another compliment, uh, problem I have with this, not enough Rollins, not enough Ambrose. Um, that's just, this was us over audience. Don't worry about it. Very brain is, is Vic Mackey, the Roman reigns of the shield. Probably <laughs> so 2002 winner for best. It was up against 24. Okay. I don't know what season of 24 that is. Sure. That looks like maybe the, the second season. looks like the second the or third. Yeah. If it was second, then that's a really fucking good season. Um, six feet under. 
which <laughs> that's on the list. I know and because up. of a switcheroo, I already watched it. It's coming up. Uh, the Sopranos. Okay. And the West Wing. Which season of the West Wing? Um, you count backwards. One, two, three, four. It looks like the fourth or fifth. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it looks like it's the fourth one that was nominated. Yeah. I'm, I'm just assuming it got, it nominated, got nominated every year. Every year. In a one, um, in two, one in 2000. Yeah. That was probably the last season that should have The won. previous year, Six Feet Under, was named Best Drama. And then The Shield doesn't even look like it was ever nominated again. <laughs> well, go fuck yourself. But in two, ooh, can I just real quick? This is a fucking deep rabbit hole we could get into. The 2005 Best Drama nominees. Man, thank God for AMC. Lost, Commander in Chief. I think it was a Gina Davis show. Yeah. Uh, Grey's Anatomy, Prison Break, and Rome. Rome on HBO? Rome. <laughs> Rome on HBO. Yeah. Wow. And there before that, Nip Tuck one. Thank you. That was another FX show, right? Yeah. 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 Thank you, AMC. Thank you, HBO. Thank you, Netflix. Sopranos, like, didn't ever fucking... Was it Sopranos? Hold on. I, man... The one in 1999. Okay. I feel bad about this because people always tell me... I feel like I'm fucking Cartman and with Family Guy because people always tell me I'd love The Sopranos. Family man, love fuck The Sopranos. Fucking in their big Goomba asses. I don't ever want to watch The Sopranos. For the first season, you want to watch Free Family? <laughs> going. Let's go fucking do it. Oh, oh right. I'm good. Oh, we gotta answer a question. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what would you what would, uh, what would you ask uh, Sean Ryan? Oh, uh, what were your thoughts on uh the ceremony that Kid Rock gave for Joe C when he died? No, um, <laughs> I was out. We named every song. I couldn't come up with another song. Uh, oh, are you gonna do a western show? So you can air Cowboy. Um, no, I would ask, <laughs> ask him. Um, I would ask him style influences because I don't see a lot of like style in this. Nope, um, none whatsoever. It's fucking NYPD Blue. It's very fucking brash, uh, cheap, late '90s, early 2000s. Fucking, yeah. I felt like at a certain point, uh, Tony Scott was directing the episode. Sure, sure. So I'd like to know like what his answers are. So I, what his answers are. So I could fucking giggle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just see like if there are any. Yeah. I'd ask him, how cool do you think you are, man? So wait till I have my boat show. You seem like you're really fucking cool. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. No, it's I, like, I, like I, I'm uh, glad you feel the same way. Cause I watched the, I, I watched it twice too. Like yeah. I watched it with you the second time. Yeah. I was here by myself and I was, I, I was more often than not, Looking out of my four year old, just kick, <laughs> just kicking yeah. away. And I'm like, she's doing a really good job yeah. over there. I feel like that's that? like they're talking about somebody eating ding dongs. What? Great. Yeah. You feel like I uh, feel like you got one over on FX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> it's, it's like, this is how it started. I'm glad they've learned their lesson. Sure. Yeah. And they like, and they fucking wrote it out. Yeah. You know, like people liked it. Everyone, everyone talks about this again. The series finale is supposed to be like fucking amazing, like one of the best ones ever. I'll never know. <laughs> well, I have the whole fucking thing. You will. I will. When we're 80, text me or whatever that'll be. I'm, I'll send it over via mind mail. Um, so, I think it's fairly obvious. You don't pick it up. I don't pick this shit up at all. Uh, I... I will probably watch eventually a couple more episodes and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see the second episode and the fallout sure. of everything. Um, but more likely than not, it will not be something that I pick up. Yeah. Um, as a network person, I also wouldn't pick it up just because... It looks like a cheap ripoff of it looked, uh, shit I've already it seen. It looked and felt cheap. Yeah. It, it, it just... like I feel like there's some content there that would be fine. I, and but also all the other like content in it felt cheap as well. Like what's going to be well, like, it felt like fucking cheap heat. Yeah. Like, yeah, everyone fucking hates pedophiles. Yeah. Everyone fucking, you know, hates drugs. 
Unless you do drugs and you love drugs, you know, it's good for you. Yeah, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do either one. This is the first one on this list that like. No, there's been a few. Been a couple. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to yeah. rack my brain and see because yeah. we're dealing with the best of list. So right, you know. exactly. Well, that's what that was the thing going into it. I was just like, oh yeah, duh. But like, there have been a few for sure that have just been like, no, fuck, fuck this. I'm good. Yeah, like you do enough. Breaking Bad and Mad Men and, and fucking, you know, I'm sure it's probably going to be the same for Friday Night Lights, but who knows? Yeah. That's another one of those shows where everyone fucking talked about it and loved it, but it's like, well, I ain't watch it yet. Yeah. Can't be that good. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? I think you can edit this out if you want, but um, you have Justified, Six Feet Under, Friday Night Lights. That's it, right? And yeah, uh, I'm we're doing Arrested Development. Um, oh, that's right. Next week, yeah. With the, uh, who you doing with? Um, bringing Jess and Kyra back. Oh, cool! My nice. friends from work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. They had a lot of fun, and they promoted the hell of it, hell out of it, and it was a good bomb. Good. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. So that'll do it for this episode of Picked Up. Um, Mo, do you have anything you would like to uh, plug at all here? Uh, sure. You can listen to me if you don't already on the other two podcasts I do on a weekly basis on the Arcade Audio Network of shows. First one drops every single Thursday. That's Married with Movies. My wife and I watch a random movie out of our massive physical film collection. Um, we try not to argue about it or kill each other, and we have all kinds of stupid fun. Uh, I feel like baby's crying in the background. It's your kind of thing. Um, that drops every Thursday. We're approaching 150 episodes on that. Which Congratulations. Is, we've, yep, we've gotten almost 10% of the way through my, uh, my collection. Jesus Christ. Um, I don't have exact numbers on that. It's just a guesstimation. Um, and then every Friday, the the one that started all Pots Walk Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. Uh, of course, we're going to be having a lot of content uh, coming up in the, in the shadows of WrestleMania. You can find all that on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, Google Play. And then, of course, you can support the podcast, like Rich will talk about here as well. On Patreon, we're going to have all kinds of great bonus episodes of archive content for Podswoggle. And um, we'll be up very, very soon. Um, which I got to remind you to, I got to do all yeah. that later. Uh, a bonus episode of Mary Movies with my good friend Steve Rial and other things possibly coming down the pike. Um, and at your host Mullet on Twitter. I don't tweet, but if you want to, yeah. one more person to follow, that's my. And that's it's my the same thing on Instagram as well. It's true. I've never done mm-hmm. anything on Instagram. Uh, your host Mullet thirty eight on Instagram. Probably. I yeah. don't know. Because um, you also have a your host Mullet as well, but you don't use it. I think you signed up. Well, don't worry about you it. You had to extensively walk me through an Instagram post this weekend. Post more on Insta, dog. It's fun. I know. I uh, know. And yeah, uh, for the show, you can follow us at Picked Up Pod uh, on Twitter, Picked Up Podcast uh, on Facebook, and Picked Up Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to shoot us an email, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, download, listen, stream on all of those platforms that Mala mentioned earlier. Um, do leave us a rating. It helps out so much. And if you want to also support us uh, monetarily, it's patreon.com slash arcade audio, uh, where you can donate on a monthly basis and get all sorts of really, really, really cool stuff uh, that we're creating, recording, uh, bringing directly to you um, through your ears or through your mail. So hit us up with that. Um, and also, after you do it, be sure to click on the link that uh, is in the page uh, directly after you sign up uh, so you can let us know uh, which show you would like your contribution to go to, specifically show or shows, and uh, or if you just wanted to go to the network as a whole, keep the lights on and uh, have us uh, do what we do. Um, and so without much further ado, Molly, do you have any final thoughts? Or do you just want to play Bob with the bomb? Shouting right now. <laughs> How much of that song do you think you can get through? Like, Are we going to be Johnny and Spencer? Memory, yeah. Uh, after my name is Kid. Kid, yeah, baby. Kid, yeah, baby. Kid yeah, Rock. And this is for the questions that don't have any answers. Midnight glances and the topless dances. Candle feet freaks cause packed with speakers. Cheese with the 40s and the chicks with peepers. Northern lights and the southern comfort. And it doesn't matter if your veins are punctured. All the crackheads, critics, cynics, all my heroes in the methadone clinics. 
all you bastards in the IRS with the crooked cops and the something uh, flash. Um, that's going to fuck me up. Uh, 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 shit. No. Fuck. Uh, you, you mumbler? You fucking mumbler? Uh, <laughs> oh, that respectable effort. God damn it. Oh. Well, we'll be back. <laughs> I'll get that one day. For Mullet, this is Rich. And uh, thanks for picking us up. Keep your dials tuned to awesome. They literally showed hookers two to five seconds before the hooker line. No fucking artistic style at all. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.